what's going on, buddy? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know what it is. This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast, brought to you by Amazon City Rocks, Rock and Roll Thrive. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It is July 13th. Yeah, we're getting through July already. Holy crap. And we got returners going back to the podcast, y'all, today. So right in the middle of the pandemic last year, in August of 2020, I had this band out from Sweden called Aldravanda. Their episode kicked off the start of me doing two episodes a week. Yes, it was that episode that kicked it off, and I'm so happy to have them back because we talk about what they've been doing during this time in 2020, especially recording side of things. We go in-depth with their latest song called Charade, but these band members are my friends. Literally, we became friends through these two podcasts, and it's just absolutely incredible to the point where I give them an idea, they give me an idea, and then we kind of combine the two of them in some way, and this is going to be absolutely epic. So you're going to want to find out all about this band, what they've been doing, find out all about their music, and then, of course, what's going to happen next because, oh, man, this is such a fun episode. You're going to love this. Enough with me talking. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast, one of my favorite things of all time is when I get to have a band on the podcast come back once again, and they were on the podcast back in August of 2020, and now, almost a year later, we are bringing it right back to you, so all the way from Sweden, please welcome the band, Aldrivanda, so everybody, welcome back. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be back. Applause. Yes, applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do the whole entire what? round of applause thing and just clap in a circle. <laughs> Should do that, but you know what? That's like basically back to me in first grade. So that's like 2001. It's 20 years ago. Lots of change since then. But oh well. I'll tell you that. How's everyone doing today? I mean, it's been like a year since I've seen you. This is awesome. Yeah. I know. Great talking to you again, man. I mean, this is yeah. We're we're great. And yeah. We're, uh, yeah. No complaints here. It's like a throwback. It's finally, like, the weather in Sweden is good. So yeah. That's, that's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. Are we, we going to start this off by talking about the weather? Yeah, because it's yeah, like quick. the only day on, on the whole year in Sweden it's actually good weather. Yeah. So it's perfect. Oh, hey, it's only day? I was going to say, after, <laughs> okay. after, the, after the past year that we had, I mean, if the weather is going to be a positive thing to start out on, why don't we just roll with that? Because, I mean, both we're with Sweden and here in the U.S. right now, the weather is kind of nice actually you know yeah we went through the whole entire winter the whole entire plague thing where everyone was stuck inside already it's just like can we get the hell outside right now and all of a sudden it's just like freedom woo and yeah that's people definitely are <laughs> that's how i wake up this morning freedom up this morning or, <laughs> yeah. just going all mel gibson and braveheart just coming out walking inside going yes. freedom <laughs> exactly I mean, yeah, we, we uh, there's this old Swedish meme where like, you know, um, uh, uh, like a Swedish summer, that's the best day of the year just because it's so short. So and we're in that. So true. true, man. It's so yeah. true. And it's so sad. <laughs> oh, shoot. So it's oh. a good thing we're inside and recording a pod, podcast today. On the only good day. <laughs> yeah, on, on, the, on the only good day, you're recording a podcast with yeah. me. And I got to say, I feel rather special after that. You should. You should. I'm, you I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking Swedish number the one day and I'm getting it with you guys <laughs> when normally you'd be outside, boozing it up, having a great time and just enjoying the weather. Well, hopefully after this, you know, it's not too late where you guys can go out and do that. But I'm pretty sure you're going to do that anyway, no matter how late it is. Yeah. 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 24-7, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that's how and we're... No, I'm kidding. I was saying, that's the way to roll. That's true. 
never stop. Alrighty, so before we jump into it once again, for everyone that listened to the first podcast, they're going to remember you, but for everyone that's coming in now because the listenership has definitely increased since the last time, we're going to go through a very similar thing we did the first time with three questions for each of you. Again, first, what is your name? Second, what do you do in the Van Algervana? And three, the fun fact, the fun little story by yourself, but I know the stories from last time, so maybe some that happened since the last time we spoke. So a fun, crazy story, fun, crazy fact that happened during the whole entire pandemic, if you got one. So I'll yeah. just take it away. And last time, uh, Rebecca was quick to answer first. I know. So, so I, this time I'm going to answer before her. And yeah. say, I'm Gustav, I play guitar. <laughs> and something about me is that uh, I'm a shredder. I'm a shredder. <laughs> a shredder. Now are we, uh, I'll say, are we talking... <laughs> Uh, so, so, so you're the main villain of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, understandable. Now, I, I mean, now we know where to send them if they ever have to take you out. But I mean, I'm not sure if they're going to want to traverse the Atlantic Ocean to get over to you. Might be a little too cold for them once they get up north. Just a little bit. Just huh? a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's what's my interaction. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Captain No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Rebecca and I play the lead guitar. Oh, <laughs> so not true. Fun fact about the band is that plot twist: there isn't actually a lead guitar. There are two lead guitarists, me and Santa. <laughs> yeah, actually, I am doing um, all of it. Shots Your fired. <laughs> me and uh, Gustavo play the lead guitar and. Uh, yeah, oh, I but I'm still, uh, yeah. I'm still a little bit better. That's doing <laughs> some stuff. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe it took you that long to realize that little tidbit that he put in there. Huh? I can't believe it took you that long to realize the little tidbit you put in there. Like, yeah, I'm still a little better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everybody knows that. So well, I, don't, I mean, yeah. yeah. At guitar, though, I'm the better one. So there's also the reason why I, I'm David. By the way, I play drums. Well, there's a reason I play drums. It's because if I played guitar, they wouldn't have anything to do because I'm even better. So uh, oh, it continues. Ooh, just the it just keeps rolling on, rolling on. So all right, we gotta wait for now. We got the last one left, and I just gotta see how you're gonna top this with all these different guitar stories. So. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, I am Sana, and I am the lead everything. I am the band. So I mean, I don't, I don't. Let them play. Let them argue. You, we all know. <laughs> so I can't just stop there. <laughs> it's like, alrighty, that's it. We we know the lead. All right. Thank you for your time. We're gonna let you go after that one. No, 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 no. We're not gonna. That just be. That would not be fun. I mean. I'd rather talk to you guys for a little bit longer than that because, well, yeah. again, I haven't seen you in a year. This is fucking awesome. So, yeah, the last time we saw you was back in August of 2020 in the midst of the whole entire COVID-19 pandemic. We're about a year removed from it. And I got to ask, what have you been up to, especially during this time with everything still being, you know, kind of locked down in a way, live shows still not happening up until recent and a lot of shows starting to get announced, a lot more festivals starting to get announced once again. So what have you been doing during this time? Because... I know you released a couple of new songs, but what else have you been up to? I mean, yeah, we've been, we've been, I mean, we, we the thing is with, with, when it comes to our music, we, we, we take our time to really like to, to make them as good as, as possible and to make them as special as possible. So a lot of our time has gone into, you know, um, producing and recording. And the thing is, yeah, we, we released a couple of songs, but I mean, we, we, we plan ahead. Uh, honestly, we have like, 
we have one that's another song that's um, that is you know uh, that is going to be released very soon, and another song after that that is that is you know on the way, and then we have like I don't know ten songs after that that we're working on. So we're busy. <laughs> Very fair enough. And I do understand that as well, especially during the time that we were in, you know, of course, live shows not really being able to be played. So what is the best thing that you can do with your music? It's there's I know a lot of people that are pumping out a lot of music, but at times, you know, if you're constantly pumping out something new, something new, something new, there might be a certain time where the quality might be missed because you're trying to get things out as quickly as possible. If you're taking your time to make sure that you produce it the way you want it to make sure it sounds the way you exactly want it to. And if there is any kind of questions on there, Already, we have the time to really take a look at this and figure out if this is what we want, if we want to mess around with the sound and see if it works in a little bit of a different tone. But you might have just tried to mess around with it. It's like, no, what we had first is good to go. And at that point, then you know you made the right move. You're not wondering back once you release. It's like, oh, should we have gone this route? Should we have gone this route? No, you tried everything. You tried making sure that any avenue that you thought you could have gone down had been gone down and you picked the best one. Exactly. Yeah. And um and then I had something else that I was going to say that was just, you know, came in here and then flew out there. So anyone? Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty much what we've been doing is making music, recording yeah. music. Uh, like uh, David said, we've been planning uh, like upcoming and stuff like music videos and stuff mm. like that. So we try to uh, yeah. have something uh, new as often as possible. But um, yeah. It's pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what we've been doing. And as we mentioned at the beginning, the weather is sucks in Sweden, so we can be in the studio. <laughs> exactly. We can just yeah. record as yeah. much yeah. as we want. Yeah. Like yeah. the thing is with with uh, with us as a band, in you know, in, in the point of time where we are, at least where we have been since we talked last. Uh, like we we've been, you know, we we've been working on actually getting a proper you know musical catalog. Which when we talked last time. Uh, we had, I think we had released what four songs, three, three. four, something three. like that. Three, yeah. yeah. And so now we're up to we just released our seventh track like two weeks ago, and uh, and so you know now we're getting to a point where you know we have a catalog where we can actually show a little bit about what we're about, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was taking a look at the Spotify stuff right now because yeah, there are seven tracks on there right now. So if everyone is listening, you can go check that out. And remember the first time we talk, of course, one thing that a lot of people use as metrics when it comes to Spotify is the monthly listener count. And I remember the first time we talked, the monthly listener count was maybe like around like 100, 200 at the time. And as I'm looking at it, as I'm recording this right now, I've got to pull up another screen. You are like this close to 4,000. You're really close to 4,000. So with those extra songs and with that growing catalog, you're seeing the growth happen with the monthly listener count as well. So it is proving to be the right move. We hope so. Yeah, it yeah. seems so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the numbers don't lie. If if they did, then, well, that would be kind of scary because then all the math would be wrong. And then I'd be wondering what it was like out every single day when they told me the temperature. I'd yeah. walk outside. Oh, it's really nice outside. Walk outside. Next thing you know, I've got frostbite on my finger. Well, that didn't go right. Stupid numbers. But what do I do? Yeah, we just we all we learned in school was mathematics. Hey. I'm sure it was fun. Thanks. I'm a. Uh... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'll, I'll show myself out. No, yeah, okay. But to be honest, it's really because we have talked about that as well. It's really, we're really glad that the numbers going at the right direction. Exactly. And not the opposite. Yeah, so we really appreciate everyone who listens to our music mm -hmm. and uh, comment all our stuff. So Sorry. really appreciate you guys. 
I was like, it's always nice if all of a sudden, like, in the numbers, you'd have this, like, complete blow-up moment where all of a sudden you go from this smaller number to all of a sudden just completely just blow up on nowhere and you get this massive amount. But then I have seen bands where all of a sudden it's like they come out with a song and all of a sudden, first, like, two months, boom, it just goes massive. And then all of a sudden you see the Spotify listener count after those next couple months and it just starts to trickle back down to that normal spot because it's like, yeah, the song was popular for, like, a month or two, but then it's just the rest of the catalog didn't hold up. But then when yeah. you look at yours, it's just the the growth is – Though it's not as that like full blow moment, it is there. It is still good and it is consistent. And I mean, if you're consistently able to build on that and retain the fans that you've already gotten, it's just going to end up becoming this larger and larger thing to the point where all of a sudden it's like the next time we'll talk, it'll be up to like maybe 30 or 40,000 out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden it'll be up to 400,000, then 4 million. And then all of a sudden I'll be wondering how the heck is this band going to want to talk to me? And they're up to 10 million monthly listeners. I don't know how, but I hope they still do. Yeah, and we should make a deal yeah. that we once every year, even how the numbers goes, even if they're going up or down or stuff like that. Yeah. We always have this podcast. Uh, like you were there from the beginning, dude. Yeah, you were exactly. our first podcast, man. So we yeah. should have that uh, right away, man. Yeah, we, we'll make that deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I will wholeheartedly make that deal with you if we do this once a year. And I add you the roster bands I have doing this once a year with. I am a okay with that. I am totally happy with that because it's like I think the list is up to like four. Now it's up to five. So woo, woo, oh, hell yeah! So, so I'm, I'm even I'm even happier about that right now. Let's go because all of a sudden this band's gonna keep blowing up, and next thing I'm gonna be like, they're still on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just having a good time with it. And of course, and also we're gonna come on with these podcasts, just start shooting the shit, having a good time, and people are wondering. Why the heck don't I know more about this band and be like, this is where you do it, right here. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Let's go for that. Well, you we absolutely will. So, of course, you know, I know you guys have been recording stuff, but when it comes to live shows as well, especially now that things are starting to really open up, come back, seeing a lot more tours get announced, a lot more festivals get announced. Is there anything in the works on your end right now, especially with the way that things are over in Europe? Because... Personally, I really don't know exactly everything that's going on over there. I kind of know more of, of course, what's going on over here in the U.S., where all of a sudden, mm. once July hits, it's like, shit, we're going full force on this once again. And then once, like, August and September hit, it's like nothing ever happened. What, what, the, the thing is, uh, Tiban, I, I, I didn't. Uh, my my brain exploded. What, you didn't. Uh, he, I didn't have I, any questions. I, I, so I, went, he, I went too fast on that one. Yeah, for me, but uh, okay. So, it's a bit. But Sana can take over from here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, you wonder if we have planned any live live gigs or anything like that. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> um, no, uh, we haven't really talked about it. It's slowly opening up here in uh, Sweden, but it. I don't know. But it's still uh, not like uh, how do you say? You're not pre- you're not allowed to have these live gigs. You. Not Hopefully, for so many people. No, and no. you have to be outside and all that stuff. Exactly. And even if it's all outside. these restrictions and rules surrounding it, so it's yeah. like, okay, we can have it, but for a small amount of people, and then we're rather focusing on recording more, <laughs> more mm. songs, so we can do it. I think, like right now, we're, we're you're allowed to have uh, like outside gigs for up to eight people or something like that. So it's like, yeah, yeah that's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. Um, eight people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's just really weird. That, that's the thing, because like uh, j- during this whole pandemic thing, uh, gigs especially have been 
are like are, are have, have been hit the worst whereas you know like restaurants and parties and stuff like uh no there there you're allowed to have uh like a, a couple of more people but then as soon as someone is you know playing a single note at a guitar or something nope then it's only a maximum eight people it's just it's been really weird and we're, we're slowly opening up right now like we had changes in the restrictions from uh june 1st and we're, we're slowly getting there but like all of all of the the summer festivals here in sweden have been canceled or pushed for next year so yeah um that, that's that's like because i've seen as you mentioned there there have been um loads of of um uh festivals being announced for like you know fall for in in, in america and stuff but like in october it's it's around freezing or like you know it's really just the weather is abysmal here so yeah no it's that that's not really gonna happen so hopefully maybe next year's festivals yeah. that's what it's gonna We're happen for, for next year yeah, yeah. so so hopefully next year's festivals, but it does seem, I'm always curious to hear what it's like, especially as things reopen up, especially in different parts of the world, because here in the U.S. it's, yeah, we're on the other side of the world completely from where you are. So there's a lot of differences that are going on. And I'm always curious to see, of course, what bands, especially over in Europe where you are, what each country has with their whole entire restrictions right now, how they're being lifted and what's the plan going forward? Because it seems like still things are kind of opening up in comparison to the U.S. slower. But that does. But the fact that you said that, David, where all of a sudden there's different business like restaurants and like some other party venues where it's like, yeah, you can have a certain amount of people in there. But all of a sudden, like you said, once you put a live band on stage, it's like, no, 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 no. We can't have that. And then because even over here in the U.S. when um, in the height of it, like bars were still open at, you know, 50 percent capacity, maybe sometimes 25 but then it's live music. I mean, here in Milwaukee, the, the big music venue that we had, the last show they had was on March 15th of 2020. And the first one they're having back is April 14th when the Deftones tour from 2020 got rescheduled. Nice. That, that's a good way to open though. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good way to open and it'll be a fun way to open up that venue again because, well, I get to go absolutely crazy seeing Deftones in Gojira. And I just get to finally just like bask in the glory once again. But I actually went to my first live show back. I think it might've been right before like the end of May. And it was, I gotta say, it felt great just being back in that setting where all of a sudden it's all the thoughts about, you know, pandemic COVID kind of all the thoughts went out the window. Once again, it's people are just right up by the stage, having a good time. Everyone's got a beer in their hand and just kind of enjoying the music and all of a sudden the band's playing a song called i was drunk and everyone's got their arms around each other like swaying back and forth like ah, singing along and just thinking though this ain't the mosh pit style that i wanted this is still pretty damn good yeah yeah man i mean i'm so looking forward to gigs again playing and seeing both oh yeah yeah but soon Yes, soon. Soon. Because, soon. Soon. Um, of, of course, by the time I think things will open up over by where you are, it'll definitely be colder where you can't really play those outside venues. So if they're going to be inside venues, are you going to be able to try and schedule some dates inside and work on that? Or is it going to be something where you're going to wait until next year right now and keep working on the music catalog so that when you're ready to go out and play a live show, you have a lot more material to work off of? Like we, we have uh, we have certain plans. We, we don't have any, you know, specific dates or anything uh, to announce or anything. But we have, you know, we're, we're, we're talking with, with a couple of different uh, venues and, and people, you know, and, and, and uh, not promoters, but, um, um, you know, uh, people to set up uh, a few different shows. And we're, we're going to do hopefully a couple of like uh, streaming things uh, is the plan. Um, 
so yeah, we're 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 getting there, and that that's probably going to be uh, during the like um, you know uh, late summer, early fall, probably. Um, so we're we're hoping, and 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 we're we're seeing you know inside gigs are starting to happen during around about that time. So hopefully, hopefully during the fall, we're going to be able to open up and do maybe a couple of small ones, and then uh, open up to bigger ones. Uh, hopefully, beginning of next year, probably. Hmm. Yeah. So everything depends on the on the, if we if we can do it or not but but we, for i mean for our uh, health it would be good to have a live show soon because i miss that so much so oh. hopefully, hopefully this year if we can do it yeah exactly. i would say absolutely especially that thing for your health as well because there's a certain thing when it comes to live shows, no matter what kind of music you like, whether it's what we like, rock and metal, all that kind of stuff, or if you're more of the alternative side, if you like hip hop and rap, pop music over here in America, if you like the country stuff, whatever it might be, if you like, you know, EDM, house music. Yeah, it's getting to be back in that setting with all those people that positively connect with that kind of music. It, mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel so much better. You can be having the, the worst day possible. You could be having just a horrible day. And all of a sudden there's a live show you want to go see. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go there and you're going to leave. And everything that was bad about that day completely goes away. It yes. no longer yes. exists. Yeah. And you just and have this all sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see, but it'll be definitely be interesting to see what happens when that opens up as well, especially for you getting on stage, because would that be your first full live performance then? Yeah, still, still have not made a single live gig. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like just when we started, it was, uh, you know, like in the fall of 2019, we were like, oh yeah, the the next year is going to be the year and we're going to like go out and gigs and then bam, nothing. (laughs) And it sucks because we haven't played together yet. It's not fair, man. No. It's not fair. It sucks. It sucks. It uh, absolutely sucks. Waiting for something good. <laughs> Listen, you just keep. I feel like we uh, should start playing like Tom Petty's "Waiting" or no? Yeah, yeah. Just like the waiting is the hardest part, and just like have like a time lapse <laughs> of what you've done over the past like almost yeah. year and a half. Just put this one video of you waiting to get to a live show. It's like okay, we're waiting, and just like this full on time lapse. And next thing you know, to be like shooting between all these different frames. All of a sudden, oh, this is what we did in August. This is what we did around Christmas. This is what we did for the New Year. Now this is summer of twenty twenty one, and we're still freaking waiting. <laughs> We've been waiting for too long. Yeah, way too long. Way Someone too long. Please, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but hopefully this this year. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah hopefully. We, we can do soon as or we can go to the United States and play over there, maybe. Yeah, find yeah, find a way to get over here because I <laughs> that mean, would once, be cool. Man. That would be really yes. cool. Yeah, yeah, find a way to get over here because once I'll say once July hits, I mean that's I mean pretty much it's fair game because there's a festival happening about a three and a half hours away, drive away from me, wet and uh, west of me, and it's first big music festival that's happened since the pandemic hit, and I'm just like, do I want to oh. go to this? Yes, yes, I do, and I'm just ready to go and just see what all happens because that's also kind of the test festival for everybody going forward because like the first big one that anyone's having. So I'm like, okay, let's give this a shot, and I'm taking a lineup, and I'm like, okay, lineup, could it be better for my personal preference? Yes. Am I still gonna have fun as all hell being there? Honestly, when it comes to be being like that first festival back. I don't give a crap who's playing. I don't care. Exactly. I just want to be back in that crowd. I just want to, if all of a sudden someone's playing something heavy and hard and fast and there's a pit forming, it's going to be like a magnet. It's going to be like, I feel the force pulling me in. 
<laughs> I feel it. And then next thing you know, I'm going to get up, get it like upended by somebody that weighs, you know, like 275 pounds. And I'm just going to be flat on my back. Just like, <laughs> dude, you got it. Yeah. Worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. it. Honestly, if there's a way we can get you over to the United States, I mean, let's let's try and make it happen so you guys can finally play some live shows. Let's do oh, it. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of, like, how, how what are restrictions looking like over over Milwaukee? Are, are there any restrictions or rules left for you guys? As of June first, the mask mandate that we had got lifted. So as of right now, I think the only place that has restrictions in place is our Major League Baseball team because they're still operating at fifty percent capacity. But at the end of June, they're going 100%. The Milwaukee Bucks are a pro basketball team because they're in the playoffs as we're shooting this. Hmm. For the rest of the playoffs, they're full. So pretty much right. every by it's been much like a lot of the stuff is open up completely. But it seems like by July 1st, it's full go. Cool. Sounds great. Damn. Let's move to the next step. Yeah, let's move. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> So then go go somewhere like go to Florida because they never really fully shut down and then you don't have to really deal with winter. Oh, oh sounds like winter. No. <laughs> I'll say they, they, I mean, down there they have they have advisories on the news for cold weather when it's fifty degrees Fahrenheit. So that'd be like what nine or ten degrees Celsius maybe. Yeah, like they have like cold that. advisories for that. That's like summer. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that that's like su- summer evenings are like that here. So <laughs> exactly. Fun fact we'll go there about in uh, Florida. Uh, when I was like ten months or something, this small, I learned how to walk in Florida. That's a fun fact. I should. That is a fun that fact. No, that's a fun that's fact. That's a fun right fact. Yeah. That's a fun. Yeah. When you were like ten months, this. What? So your mother. It's a symbolic there. show. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, you, said, you said. I'm pretty tall okay. now, at least. Yeah, yeah, he was very, up, very small as a kid, but then <laughs> From really this to grew this. up. What'd you say? I would say, I would say, if you move to Florida and you end up just working within like the whole entire, like all the summer stuff, they would think you're crazy, especially when it's like, oh, it's 50 degrees outside at night and you guys are just hanging out outside, yeah. just t shirts, so it's no big deal. Yeah. Well, I remember this. Yeah, because I I was in Florida in February of 2019 for my dad's 60th birthday. Because him and I went to the big NASCAR race that was down there because it was on his 60th birthday. And in the morning, it was maybe in Fahrenheit six, like 60, 62 degrees, like maybe 14 ish degrees Celsius. And I'm thinking, this is like nice outside, especially because I was just in you know negative temperatures up here. So hell, I'm gonna go for a run on the beach. Went out. No shirt, just short shoes. I'm going. And as I'm yeah. running down the beach, I'm seeing people like in winter coats, winter hats, I'm like, <laughs> freezing. I'm just thinking, how are you cold in this? This makes no sense. I go to the end of my run. There's someone that's freezing. They're like, you're not from around here, are you? I'm like, clearly not. You can, nope. can you tell that I'm not from around here? I was like, you can tell I don't have any kind of tan. I'm pasty as hell. I'm definitely not from here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm the type, I'm the kind of white that you know that that they use to you know make paper from. So, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> literally from my 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 skin tone. Uh-huh. So they're like, okay, we're gonna take a look at Dave's skin tone. Okay, that's the white we need. That's what we need. Exactly. <laughs> well, then um, I, I would say definitely um, have a lot of sunscreen on you, so then you don't go from white to red. 
Yes. Like literally my dad once when we were out snorkeling and I don't know, it was, uh, you know, around, I think the equator or something. And he was literally wearing, like he had some kind of prescription, like SPF 70 or something plus a t-shirt and he still got a little bit tan. Damn. Dang. Like th those are my jeans. So the, 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 the soulless ginger in beard yeah. jean. A paper in the it's winter time and a tomato in some <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you mean because the one time I was over in Europe in 2019 because I was in Croatia and it was like, okay, I need sunscreen because I mean, it's going to be the summer. I'm going to be literally in the middle of the Adriatic Sea. I'm going to need something. They're like, oh yeah, we got sunscreen, SPF 30. I'm thinking this is nowhere going to be enough for, for me. And all of a sudden, after the first day, I was just burnt to a crisp. So second day when we're swimming and everyone's wondering, why is he wearing a shirt? I'm just like, because I don't want to get burnt any worse. It was it was getting that bad. I'm like, I can still do stuff, but I don't want to Barely. make it worse. And next thing you're seeing me like, hey, Kevin, you're doing okay in the long sleeve shirt. I'm just like going around. I'm looking like a dog just like, ah, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> water, water. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Dying man? I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that kind of what it was like when they looked at me like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going to lay down here. If if I don't make it, just um, tell tell somebody. Tell oh, somebody I love them. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden people are looking around. What the hell was that? It's just all of a sudden you're gonna hear me just go. Sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> really and then that's impressions. it. <laughs> yeah, that was me last summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, last summer I pretty much spent the whole entire time stuck in here doing podcast stuff. I mean, of course, because everything was shut down, I couldn't really do anything else. It was, it was like, mm. what am I gonna do? All my friends, like, yeah, we want to go out and see each other, but you know, we can't go out to a bar or anything because most of that's still shut down, or they're only limiting like ten people in the bar. And it's like, it's like, oh, we'll go over to this person's house. Well, no, one of them's got COVID now, so we can't do that. And it's like, okay, so what am I gonna do when? All I'm doing is working a full-time job, and then what else am I going to do with all the music stuff? Well, let's just focus in entirely on that. Similar to what you guys did with focusing on your music, going into the studio. It was a time where it's, okay, we're going to take this time that we have, and instead of being, you know, whining, complaining, and thinking, woe is me, if this didn't happen, this is what would have happened, kind of living retrospectively or living in your imaginations. It's, okay, this is what we're at right now. Everything's shut down. We can't play live shows. What can we do with this to build on our music? And you took that time to really focus in in the studio, make the best nah. quality tracks that you can, build the overall catalog, and to a point where, I mean, you've got seven songs in there. And like I said, from the last time we spoke last year to this year, the growth, especially using that Spotify listenership as the marker, the growth is there. So it definitely was worth the while. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that um, what's fun or what to say like with all the seven songs is that now we have like seven complete different kinds of songs like now we have covered almost not everything that we can do of course but uh, a lot. yeah a lot um and especially i think it's funny with the latest song that we released charade that we played a lot with different kind of elements uh, both with the song uh, where both me and David like have screams and laughters in it um, and when also David sings a lot in, at like the outro. Um, but by also, the way, I don't want to interrupt, but I played <laughs> guitar in that song. <laughs> I, think, I don't want to interrupt, but there actually isn't a solo in that song, so it doesn't make any sense that you would say that. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. <laughs> 
Well, it's okay that you say that because mm. you're mostly focusing on the singing mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what I also was going to say was that um, it's also nice because Charade is the first song that we are focusing on mental health because the last songs that we have released are more or less about love in some way, but this is more about uh, mental health and issues that you can go through. And that is something that we want to do more about. So like the upcoming song has a kind of uh, like that theme in it as well. So we are kind of changing like root when it comes Mm. to what the songs are about as well. yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, I'll say fair, fair enough, because that was definitely something I picked up on with Charade as well, because I remember a lot of the other songs, just taking a look at the meaning behind them, they had a lot mm. more of this, more relationship, more love connection to them through exactly. the meaning. And that was one thing I was actually getting concerned about, especially after the previous single, because I'm thinking, this is, like, the songs are still there, but with the overall meaning at times i'm like i just don't want to see them get put in this sort of box where it's like okay when they're gonna write a song we know what it's gonna be about it's just gonna be okay what's the sound gonna end up working with yeah instead of just becoming less predictable so when charade came out and i was looking through the like trying to find the lyrics and trying to listen to the lyrics to, like make sure i really found out everything I'm like okay let's listen through this and really see if i can pick it out and all of a sudden as things are going through once i hit the chorus i'm like i think i got this where i'm looking at it thinking it definitely had more of this mental health aspect where it's talking about you know we work to try and be liked by so many other people it's like we just have this exactly. craving like okay i want to be liked by this person i want this person to accept me i want society to like me and think i'm cool but then we end up acting like somebody that we aren't just to appease that person or those other people in society it's a slippery slope of appeasement and a loss of self-acceptance so we're living out this whole entire charade of a life instead of living the life that we actually want to live we're living by other people's rules instead of our Mm. own and the reason we're doing that is because we have this innate wanting of just being accepted by others when we should be accepted by the most important person in our lives and that should be ourselves so if we're going to be accepted by others but not ourselves what's the point we're not living like our life the way we should yeah and and at the point like when you are you know playing that charade for everyone just to appease everyone you're actually you know you're 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 doing the opposite like so you just you end up in in a space where you're just you're becoming more obnoxious rather mm. rather than you know it's just it's, it becomes counterintuitive really and so that's that's definitely what you know that what that touches um, as well it's so it's yeah it's an it's an important thing that I, that I feel um, should be talked about more yeah honestly. definitely uh, oh it absolutely should yeah because I don't know it's unfortunately it feels like mental issues are still taboo in a way that it's more common that people talk about their problems but when you meet someone like anyone and then you talk about that yeah I'm feeling like a little bit down today and then you maybe open up about that you have some issues you just feel like that person will take a slow back away because maybe we shouldn't talk about that because everything's fine okay everything's yeah fine. <laughs> we're all good i promise exactly and it's not <laughs> so we should talk about that and if we can like if we can make a little change to that you know like open up about these kind of problems because it's not taboo it's just as normal as i broke my foot oh and i'm psycho all right nice <laughs> <laughs> <You are. laughs> yeah 
I mean, I totally understand what you're talking about because people are always saying when it comes to mental health, open up, do all this stuff and just to do better for yourself, open up to the people that are around you. But it seems like there's a good amount of time where when people finally do that, it's the people that are around them somewhat judge them for it or they either pull back or what I've actually experienced beforehand was people using that information against you. So it's like you're opening up to them because you feel like you trust them in order to kind of, you know, be yourself around them and maybe tell them about your insecurities, tell them about problems that you're having and ask for some help with it. And then all of a sudden they turn around and use that against you for their own personal gain. So that's where a lot of the problem comes in, where we see a lot of times where people are opening up about this and they're saying continually, you know, oh, let's be more open about mental health. Let's take the stigma away from it. But then it's what you're saying and then the actions that are coming forward with it aren't necessarily what's going forward. They don't match up. And one thing that I've done to kind of try and change, especially, I mean, even through the podcast, well, is because a lot of bands, not just yourselves, but a lot of bands will always end up going in some sort of a mental health realm because everyone goes through things with mental health. Everyone yeah. does. You're, you guys, myself, anybody that's out there listening, any band that's out there making music, a lot of times there's themes that are within mental health, within personal trials and tribulations, and bands open up about that. And then when I look at it, it's like, yeah, I'm definitely more willing to talk about that, open up about how it, like, I can compare that as well and talk about things that affected me. And then it's something where, you know, the more I end up talking about it, it's the more that information is out there. Yeah, it's kind of scary at times, but how can people use it against you if everyone knows it? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you sort of like, uh, you know, you lean into the the curve and that is sort of, you know, uh, start and you start to own it and mm -hmm. it's it's the same like you know if you if you fuck up with something if you're not if you embarrass yourself with something don't act like you know you're getting like you're embarrassed and that, that suck just like own it and no one can use it against you it's like mm -hmm. it's it's the same yeah. thing really oh absolutely because i mean especially with a lot of stuff i went through in 2017 where i'm like okay you know everything is going well at the start of the year and at the end of the year it was like depression suicidal tendencies all that stuff happened but if you asked me about this like three years ago, I would be so scared to tell anybody. Now I talk about it all the time just because I'm not afraid of it. It is a part of what I went through. It is a part of myself. It is my, it is me. So why would I try and mask that in front of everybody? And when it comes to talking about music as well, one thing I like about that doing that is because especially if I'm connecting with something and people are listening, now I get to tell you something about myself, something about my story in terms of how I connected with it in terms of like emotional and mental health aspect. Yours is going to be different because you've gone through different things. But when it comes down to the core emotion of what that song is talking about, the core meaning, that's where everything is going to be the same. So you're going to be able to boil that down to your core meaning and then expand it with your own personal touch on it as a listener. And then it's going to open up yourself to maybe realizing something about something you went through. Maybe it was something where uh, looking at charade as well, where back in 2017, it was like, okay, I graduated college. and like, I, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is how we're going to live life. And after three months of working a full-time job, I looked at myself and said, have I been living a whole entire lie my whole entire life? Because literally sitting at a corporate job, like, you know, nine to five, eight hour days, and then coming home, watching TV, going to bed and doing it all over again. I'm like, this, is this life? Is this worth it? Is this like living this very stereotypical life of that mm -hmm. cards against many card that's go to college, get married, have some kids, buy some shit, retire, move to Florida and die. Is that something I want to do? Yeah, after three months of working in a corporate job, I said, no, nope. no. And then the struggle to kind of come to terms with that, because I thought about that for the past 22 years of my life beforehand, and then having to figure out kind of who I was in that moment at the same time as well, that, 
it almost took me out completely. Like it almost killed me, honestly. I almost, I, I almost killed myself over it because it was just all the depression that kind of came over it and a lot of other things that were happening on top of it as well. But then, honestly, one of the biggest things that happened was I started listening to a shit ton more music, and now this is what, and like, it all ended up like kind of culminating in MSOT Rocks, all with the Chord Progression Podcast. Well, this I do this because like I love doing this. This is how I connect with myself, where it's all music, and it doesn't just work with the bands that I love. But every single band I talk to, because I'm finding different things in different songs and just really pulling them out for myself. And it's like, oh, I know what the band is talking about here. But then I always put my own personal touch on it when I'm listening to it. And it just makes the song so much more impactful, so much more powerful. And you learn so much more about yourself because of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like that, that's what that's one of the beautiful things with with music. And and that's that's like that's why I came into music. And I'm sure it's the same with you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, like that's that that becomes your, you know, your your own personal sort of um, therapy in a way. Um, yeah. Not that I mean, I, I know that at least for me and I know a lot of people need therapy anyway, but that's 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 uh, that, that become that can become such an important um, thing for people. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely something that we want to, want to, uh, you know, uh, talk about more, not just, uh, verbally, but musically as well. Um, so that's definitely what we, what we have on the horizon, um, um, lyrically and like, you know, theoretically. <laughs> oh, I heard that from Gustavo, like, you bring me the horizon. Oh. That's what I was listening to all morning too, is along with rides again. So I'm just like, now you're reading my mind, sir. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but go, again yeah, jumping back into charade as well what you're talking about with the message around mental health as well it expands on what your band is going to be able to talk about going forward it expands on the ability all of a sudden okay you want to go down this room and take a look at this aspect of life you want to take a look at maybe something a little bit more punk rock take on something more political economical maybe some social aspects in the world it allows you to open yourself up and do a lot more of that instead of just being this more one dimensional. Okay. We're going to have to focus on talking about love because that's what we do. We don't want to end up having every single object around a song being on like some like compilation. Album. It's like love songs from Sweden. No, you don't want to do that. You want to have this expansive catalog. That's going to end up covering so many things. That's also going to connect with so many different people on so many different levels because of everything everyone's gone through. Everyone goes through different things in love with mental health through life different experiences, whatever it might be. And if you're gonna be able to talk about those openly with your own experiences, put in your music, people are going to connect with that in many different ways for a positive. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's important, man. Yeah. I mean, because life is more than love and love problems. That's the Beatles' famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they stop playing. Wise words. Wise words. <laughs> Thank you. Love is in fact not all you need. Wise from Santa, where it's all you need is love by the Beatles, and she says, "Life isn't all about love problems." Beatles were wrong all the time. Which is the name of our next single, incidentally. <laughs> I was about to say, I've got a feeling now there's going to be some sort of thing where you're going to end up throwing the Beatles were wrong in some song just out of nowhere. People are going to be like, what What were they wrong about? It's like, all you need is love. No, to. no, no. Love is, or life is much more than love. <laughs> there's so much. And not only that, but during the pandemic, we basically learned all of this because it, everything was basically taken away from us socially because everyone was locked down. Concerts went away. You couldn't really go out to the bars at all or anything like that. Now that everything's opening back up, it's, it's great. But we also have to remember what we had done in 2020 because mm -hmm. 
it makes life seem more valuable. It makes life seem more precious Definitely. that we shouldn't waste any moment that we have because at any given moment, it can be taken away. Whether it's via like a pandemic or even with death, it can be taken away at any moment. So mm. really focusing on make the most of your own life the way you want to make the most of it. Again, charades speaking to that as well. Don't live your life for someone else. Live your life for yourself. Yeah, like that, that, that's what I'm. I'm just waiting for. I'm. I'm sure we 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 talked about this uh, like last year as well. But like, I'm so looking forward to the point where you know restrictions are lifted enough and people have you know gone vaccinated and everything, and we're just getting this total cultural and social revolution and just everyone's just having sex on the streets and stuff. I'm so looking forward to that. Do you remember <laughs> Dirty Dave? What was his nickname? <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Dirty Dave. <laughs> this is why. Never mind. Very nice. I like I'll, sex. It's nice. I'll <laughs> say if, if that's the case, can I just ask you just to, you know, make sure you cover yourself with a sheet because that, that can get kind of wacky at times. You know, <laughs> if you're gonna have to just just I get you want to do it, but like like you know, maybe in case there's a kid walking by, it's like okay, they're doing that, but you not have to actually see it. <laughs> I will make no such promise. Dirty Dave would be <laughs> like Dirty Dave strikes normal. again. That's a dirty Dave absolutely strikes again and jump again. Ju now we're going to jump into charade a little bit more, especially from like more of the instrumental vocal side, because we talked all about the meaning and that's always one thing I like to do because I love to see where the, the conversation falls in there. But also we got to take a look at how this song is constructed as well with it being your most recent single by the time we're recording this as well. Plus there also is something that I was listening to beforehand with your uh, song life that I do want to bring up a little bit later because I noticed something about it that just made me think, Oh my God, I've got a great idea for this. But I'll bring that up later because it's it's, it's, it's intense. Oh, I want to know. Are you, you, I'll say, do you no, want to no, know no, now? Or should we wait until later? Because you know what? Screw no, it. I'm going to talk about it now. So when it comes to life, I was listening to the pre-chorus on that song. So this is outside of Schrader, everybody. This is on life for everyone listening. So on life, that pre-chorus, the way that it's built inside of the way that your vocals sound on that, especially with, was that uh, David on the vocals as well? That kind of has like that longer part right beforehand, I think on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, it's time to see that thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then just, like, the quick burst of vocals from Sonam, I For some reason, with that tone, the first thing I could think of was, and I was listening today, I thought, why the hell is this not on, like, the next, like, intro song to a James Bond movie? Like, the sound of the vocals, <laughs> everything just fit in so perfectly. I'm like, everything with a James Bond song, it's like, it, for a lot of times, I'm feeling a lot more, like, grand or more, like, more drawn out and everything. Like, what happens if they get a little bit more of, like, this quicker <laughs> style to it? I'm like... Is there a vocal that could really hit it? I just listened to that. I just thought, holy shit, this is it. So whenever the, because I know they're coming out with No Time to Die, the following James Bond song or movie, if we can get you guys to write the song for it, <laughs> it would, I feel like it would be just perfect, especially with the tone, especially if you're hearing that uh, pre-chorus on life. I just thought, my God, this needs to be on a James Bond soundtrack. This needs to open up a James Bond movie. Best idea ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, pitch it. Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Being <laughs> James Bond. Okay. <laughs> Metro Goldwyn Mayer. We're waiting for the call. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's a finest. Well, instead of just having them, you know, say, you know, we're gonna have you guys. We're gonna wait for your call. You know, we're just gonna end up like pushing their buns. Be like, hey, 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 <laughs> check out this Alderman yeah. event. Why? Hey, right they're gonna end up playing <laughs> in the next James Bond movie. We hey, 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 just keep telling them to do it. I mean. Like, again, I, I'm like, I just have to listen to that pre-chorus because that, that will just sink you in of like, okay, we can pick up a faster-paced James Bond song 
but with that vocal set and just the way everything is constructed, especially between both sound and David, I'm like, yeah, they're going to end up having to say yes to that. If they don't, then they are missing a gigantic opportunity. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, right. set. it's settled. <laughs> okay. <Done>. This fall. <laughs> <laughs> Say that's when, and then you guys all have to go to go to, like to that pitch meeting, wearing the James Bond suits, sunglasses, yeah. and everything, and walk in with a martini, shaken, not stirred. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they probably look and say, "Who the hell are these guys?" But then it's like, "Well, they're the only ones that are super dedicated to this, so we're gonna have to take them seriously. We have to take them. We have no choice." <laughs> okay, so everyone do the James Bond move, and uh, Kevin, you decide who is the best James Bond. All right, see. Ooh, this is a tough one. Is it? Come is on, it? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. I mean, you know what? With that, John, Thank I gotta you. go, Gustavo. I gotta huh? go. That. Yeah, I gotta go, you man. Boom! 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 Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. This can be the Williams. Mm. <laughs> All right, I can be. I can be a villain. Fine. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got we got Dirk Davis the villain. I mean, we're all set, ready to go, and then all of a sudden yeah. there's gonna be some crazy out of nowhere villain that comes out of nowhere just to just like top David. And all of a sudden there's gonna be Sonic coming in like some helicopter, like <laughs> I was doing this all along. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden James Bond he's gonna be stuck. He's not gonna know what to do because Sonic's gonna ready to kill him. And then all of a sudden Bazooka's gonna blow up the helicopter. He comes back out in the shade, just saying, "I did it." Dun dun dun. Oh, oh, twist! Shredding a solo in the outro! Yeah! And then Rebecca comes in the picture and says something, and I'm saying, like, no, I'm the lead guitarist. (laughs) We have a plot here. We can write the next James Bond movie. And write the song. Uh, Yeah. And if they don't don't want to do it for the whole James Bond movie, literally, this could be a music video you could make something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We pretty much have to now. Yeah. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. I'm I'm done with it. Let's do it. <laughs> if if you do, can I make one request? Okay, one. That during the shooting of the video, there is a scene where some guy gets horribly, horribly shot in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and and the guy that gets horribly shot in the face is someone that comes from America over to Sweden just to film this one part, and that person is me. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Yes. Yeah, we promise. We promise. <laughs> we got you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going back to Europe, everybody. No more wait until next year. We're doing it this year. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah. This fall. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this fall, and all of a sudden in the trailer, I'm just gonna be sitting there. I'm gonna look up. All of a sudden, one of you guys is gonna point a gun at me, and all of a sudden, and Super then I just, and, and then I honestly, honestly, after that video, music video get released, I should just take like a month off from the podcast and be like, wait, did they actually just kill Kevin? And you're like, well, did they? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come back for the first podcast, just have to like, I need to know something that does special effects, make it to make it look like I got a giant hole in the side of my head. Yes. <laughs> Please, let's do this. Yeah. Then, then you then you'd become a saint because you're holy. Hey! Oh. <laughs> oh dear lord, I'm pretty sure if I if I did that, my grandma was still alive, she'd be like, You're being sacrilegious, Kevin. <laughs> I literally that... just like read Harry Potter, and that's the that's the reason why that joke is in my head. I'm sorry. But also you're welcome, all Harry Potter fans. There we go. All Harry Potter fans get a little bit of a Easter egg for them in this episode that's going to be dropped at some point. I might even put that in the description. There's a little Harry Potter reference that happens somewhere in there. 
and a bigger <laughs> reference. It's going to be like, yeah, we talked about James Bond for like 10 minutes because it was <laughs> worth it. but outside of the whole entire james bond thing i want to jump back into charade because of course that being the most recent song and i think it was like right when we set this podcast like that's when it was released i'm like holy shit i gotta take a listen to this and one thing that really kind of stood out to me was especially instrumentally we're starting out with the intro because it had this like deeper electronic feel that to build i'm like this is a little interesting with the way the distortion felt but then you get this more like rapid ish drawn back like pop punk and emo guitar feel and and pretty more of this like builds out especially with the drums kind of how they built up with a more fast paced style i'm like it was an interesting build but i thought that tone of the guitar was the way to go because it plays off of the whole entire theme you know we're talking about different things with uh mental health and trying to be somebody that you're not in order to appease other people especially with more of the emo culture in the world especially from the music back you know like mcr back you know 2005 you know i'm not okay all that good mm, kind yeah. of stuff. Like just the overall tone, it felt incredibly powerful to really use that in that guitar tone because it added to the feeling of rejecting yourself and trying to fight against that. So just from the outset, I mean, that was one thing that really drew me into the song from that, just based on that guitar tone and how it related to the theme overall. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is we did this, like the song Charade uh, is like, that, that's definitely the, the song that's taken the longest from, you know, from start to finish. Like, I remember we, we recorded the drums at least the first time we re-recorded it once, but we recorded the drums uh, pretty much simultaneously to like, you know, Magnetized and, uh, mm-hmm. and um, uh, not Life, but uh, right touch and then Shadows Remain and stuff. So like we, we did all of those simultaneously, but then uh, but then we worked on that song and sort of changed it up uh, a lot during the way. Um, so, but I remember also just tone wise, because this was, we knew from the start that this was going to be like a, a song that you're either going to love or hate um, because it's just so different, you know? Um, and, but I'm, I'm sure at least, I, I mean, I mean, you, you, you could probably talk to, to talk a bit more about like tone wise, but, but that was definitely in the back of my mind, like having, having some of that like pop punk you know tone in the in the background which as you said really brings forward and like a lot of that sort of emo nostalgia which not not becoming emo but just you know that little little touch of that you know oh absolutely because you're not going full emo at a time be like okay it's gonna sound like something like mcr would have made or like simple plan or uh made a parade would have come out with or something like that but it's just bringing in that tone especially with your style with algeronda it makes a lot of sense because that tone has this certain, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. This certain, uh, sh- oh, man, I, I, I'm completely losing my mind on the word. Oh, has a certain connotation to it behind different issues with mental health because of the mm-hmm. way that the emo culture was back, you know, like think back when it was prominent 2005, 2006 with all the songs and what they were talking about. So when you bring in that tone, it's going to end up having this certain trigger in your mind where it's like, okay, it's going to end up reminding me of these certain topics, these certain things in life. And when you're connecting with the theme that you did with on charade, it just made total sense. It just, the connection was there and it brings you into the song and it doesn't make you feel like, you know, especially the other songs really focusing more on love. It takes you out of any kind of that mentality right away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For me, it's uh, to be honest, the, the, 
I don't know the English words for to be specific about the sound, but I can't I can't <laughs> say anything else that I agree with you. And, and I mean, we play it like uh, is uh, much. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know what the fuck I should it's say. Right. But we play it like <laughs> it's inspired guitars. by that kind of, like that stuff, like uh, like uh, you said, and it's this octave uh, stuff going on and. This, this worst thing it's like uh paul muted and yeah i mean i couldn't agree with you more man <laughs> that's the easy answer to this but maybe the second guitar in the band can explain uh, 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 because she used to live in london so i expect that you can use that those words so she can speak english Mm. Yeah, she can. I'm, I'm just there. trying to there. think of something to say when you said that I was the lead guitar and thank you. Oh. Um, but in this, <laughs> in this, so there's no soul in the song, but we do use, and I think we've done that for every song that we've recorded, basically, like a baritone guitar, uh, which is yeah. obviously tuned a lot lower, and a standard tuned guitar. And I'll let you guys decide which one is cooler uh, <laughs> baritone or or lead guitar or the standard guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so i think that adds to like our aldoranda's sound picture as a whole like the, the way we use guitar and actually play together yeah we do it's I mean, it's uh, a teamwork thing well you know what they say teamwork makes the dream work mm. <laughs> that's, that is what Sunset. they say yeah that's how we roll that's how we roll <laughs> there we go that's how I, was, I knew that was going to come at some point so yes already <laughs> so even going further in the song as well because the verses they really did something i wasn't necessarily expecting because you had this like faster paced style behind it as well more rap the emo style continues from the second half of the intro and it wasn't anything like too crazy in terms of like this massive transition, but it was just the the faster pace. I'm like, this is a little bit different than what I was expecting. Again, not the craziest thing because it gives us more driving style, but the drums in the back do become a little bit more prominent to kind of create more of a consistent backing. I'm like, okay, this is rather, you know, this is sitting pretty well with me. But the key was, was how are the vocals going to end up pulling this off and like continuing on with this? So now I gotta scroll down to the vocals because the vocals from Sana rather rapidly go along with the fast paced even guitars, but they kind of have this like quick burst, kind of like even like quick burst rap feel to them at the same time, which really threw me off at first. I'm like, I was not anywhere expecting this, but given the pace no. of the song at this part and the clarity in the vocals that you work with, it creates this great comparison, make both the guitars and vocals stand out completely with the backing drum, kind of keeping more of a consistent tone. So when it comes to, I know what you're talking about when you're like, this song could better be, you're going to love it. You're going to hate it just because of how different it is from that outside. I'm like, this is definitely different than what you guys have done in the past, but my God, did this just work out from the outside? I'm like, this, this doesn't make, seem like it should make any sense, but you listen to it and like, this makes total sense. I, <laughs> I don't know how to put it. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't make, it shouldn't make sense, but it absolutely makes sense on paper. It's like, this might, if you try and write this down on paper, it's like, yeah, this doesn't sound like it makes sense. Kevin, what the hell are you talking about? But when you listen to it, it's just, oh man, the guitar tone, the rapidness in the vocals, that consistent backing on the drums. It just keeps those guitars and those vocals out in the forefront, but it kind of keeps them all together as well, that consistent backing. So everything in that part of the song, especially the verses, has a purpose and it all works out consistently well. Yeah, that's, that's very nice to hear. Thank you. Yeah, that, thank that, you. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that was um, 
th that's one of the reasons why why this took so long, just because this, there were so many things that were like, we need to try this, we got to try this, and then, you know, trying to piece that together to make them actually work uh, together. And there were uh, several times where where we literally got stuck and like, what the hell are we going to do here? This yeah, is how just... to move on from this? What kind of element are we going to add or exactly. take away? <laughs> like, like we knew kind of what we wanted to do, but not how we wanted to do it. And then I yeah. think uh, there was one point where like, uh, where Gustav were like, well, Try, try doing something like that and i was like dude no that's stupid <laughs> and then we like no but you try it and then we tried it and it was like all right fine that this was awesome good. fine let's do that <laughs> and again that speaks to the fact that you were able to take as much time in the studio as you were because again you're throwing all these different crazy ideas because i've thrown out a crazy idea you're like no this ain't gonna work but why not give it a shot if you have the time work with it yeah. because if it doesn't work What's the worst thing that happens if it doesn't work? You know that doesn't work and you can try something else or you can stick with what you originally had. But what if it actually works? Then you get exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's like that's, uh, you know, uh, production wise, sort of like, you know, the the uh, what this song is or how it came about, honestly. Um, but we're I mean, we're all super uh, uh, proud. And, and this just it became it, it yes. became its its own beast kind of. In a way, it actually kind of did. But the best thing about it is, again, I think it actually speaks back to that little part that you just talked about because there's an, air, there's an innate trust that you guys have to, okay, this doesn't seem like it should work out at all with the idea that Gustavo had, but screw it. We'll give it a shot. It's It might not seem like it worked, but you know, you're trusting enough to the point where you come up with this idea, let's give it a shot to see what happens. And it's just that sort of trust that when you guys are continuing to make more music, when you guys get out on the road for the first time and when it comes time to, okay, you're going to have this, get a record deal. You're going to have to put together this full on album and you're going to try different things. You never know, like this like gigantic studio where all of a sudden you can try all these wacky things like, Oh, hit this button. All of a sudden you're going to add this explosion sound into every single time you hit the snare drum. You never know what might happen, but it's like, okay, this might not work, but you have a trust. Like, you know, maybe you should give this idea a try because maybe he, maybe one of you are seeing something that the other isn't, but the fact that you're willing to try that speaks volumes. Yeah, and, and that's something that we've honestly from from the process of making that song have have uh, have decided that like you know uh, honestly no ideas are bad mm. just you know you you gotta you gotta try it. and then you know sometimes you can you can uh, you, you can realize that okay maybe this wasn't appropriate for this song or whatever but always always uh, try and and yes. you know never just never just you know flat out say bad idea or whatever just you know you, you got to try it and and honestly that's also good for us as people in the band because that makes everyone feel validated and included. heard yeah. and included yeah mm. so i i really do feel that that's important in in uh, and um and i i hope that all bands do that because because it is important if you want to <laughs> if you if you want longevity i'll say i know not all bands do that but the ones that do seem to have the more longevity behind them i mean hell during mm -hmm. a podcast i end up talking to deathcore band and trying to put the recorder into one of their songs like the recorder you play when you're like in grade school like the i talked them into putting that into a song i don't know how i did it and i they just released their brand new ep like a couple weeks ago so i'm like i haven't had time to check it out yet but i'm like i gotta find that song that has the recorder in it i will get I will get to see him live in September, though, so I am hoping that all of a sudden, because I told him I'll be in the crowd for it, that during the song, I just see the lead singers pull out the recorder. I'm going to go nuts. I'll be like, I did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. That, that, that totally brings me back to, like, you know, the, have you seen the, um, the the YouTube channel that, like, does, what's it called? Like, shit flute or something? It just makes, like, <laughs> shitty flute covers. I think it's a recorder. Like, a yeah, shitty it's recorder. A recorder. It's the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> 
shit float. Yeah, it's, it's like you know, it's it's like uh, the the most famous one is the Titanic thing. Yes, that's what I was gonna bring up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's good. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad, but you can't stop losing because you're laughing so hard. It's 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 horrible. The sound is god awful on that Titanic cover, but it's so funny. So even I thought like, man, I should buy a recorder and just do that because I can't play. I can't. I could not play any kind of like you know woodwind instrument or anything like that. So I'd be perfect for something like that. Yeah, like you can you can take over shit flute whenever that guy you know has to move on for something else. Well, and with shit flute as well, they're always doing you know more popular music, more hip hop, rap kind of stuff. But is anyone doing rock and metal? Can you imagine me trying to do a breakdown on a recorder? <laughs> 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 just like, I want to see that. <laughs> oh, yes. You I got, hun, you know what? After this, I'm going to go on Amazon.com and buy me a recorder. I'm going to start making <laughs> That might be an extra little thing I do. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, every single Thursday, Kevin's got a brand new video of him trying to play a song on the recorder. <laughs> I will be your number one fan. Yeah, we'll definitely oh, follow you. Do yeah. it. <laughs> That oh my god okay I'm definitely doing that I might I might just add it to MSOT Rocks so like okay every single Thursday because I always do IGT videos Tuesday live streams Wednesday Thursday shitty recording covers <laughs> <laughs> just ask me what song do you guys want me to play today and just see what happens all of a sudden if someone puts a Titanic theme and say no you can watch it on shit flute I am not gonna be able to beat that I like I'm looking for rock and no one's like I'm gonna try and come up with something real bad all of a sudden like <laughs> have down with the sickness going all of a sudden just the like so you turn to the oh as on a recorder as long yeah. as you promise us to play charade by under vanda under vanda yeah that might have to be you know i'll say this the first one i feel like is gonna have to be one that's a lot popular especially within the whole entire rock and roll series kind of start bringing some people in and all of a sudden the second or third one okay we're playing straight by aldrana why are you playing this one because on their podcast this is where we came up with the idea so go check <laughs> them out because dude you will make us famous yeah. i'll say go check them out because the song that they made that's real is good my version sucks but my version's supposed to suck their version's supposed to be good and we both did exactly what we're supposed to do my flown. <laughs> love it yeah i love it <laughs> all right you, you know what i got a i got a better idea instead of just saying you know after this podcast i'm gonna order a quarter why don't i just do it with you guys on this will be the <laughs> second time i've ever bought something from a podcast okay record not record players no we don't want that recorder Instru- instrument for kids yeah all right, let, okay, let's see what we got here. All right, I got to find one that's, uh, let's see, I just I got... get the, the, literally the cheapest one you can find. The I'm... one, like, you know, that's cheaper than, than you know, shipping. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, okay, I got one. I got one. I'll pull up the camera a little bit. So this is what we're looking at, because I just don't want to change my screen. So we're looking at this, like a baby blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh there's that's different colors. Dark sounds... blue, black. <laughs> Like a rustic kind of pinkish. Whoa. Christmas edition? Christmas oh. edition purple. <laughs> uh, bright red, silver, kind of see-through blue, see-through green, or that like baby blue, one, or see-through red and see-through gold. Oh, I mean, gold. you're gold in my eyes, so yeah. you should go with the gold one. Of course you're well, go with gold. And, and the Rise Again shirt I have on right now is gold, so... Yeah. You know what? Let's go gold. All right, where is it? You know, buy now. 
Why are we waiting? Bye now. Okay. Yeah. Put the password because that would be okay. Um, did it just work? Uh, <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna show that part because that has my address on there. That'd be bad. Don't do, don't and do my credit card information. The order has been placed. <laughs> we were I'm, there in the beginning. Exactly. Okay, now I gotta put this camera back up on top because that would be bad if I couldn't get this back up. All right, there we go. There we go. Nice. Alrighty. I knew that. I'm like, you know what? This will be this more epic if I buy this freaking recorder on here. So, oh boy. And it's supposed to come on. It's supposed to come the Tuesday after we record this. So I'm gonna start this the Thursday after we record this. <laughs> oh lord, this is gonna be bad. But now we have to. But funny as all hell. Yes. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Alrighty, so now enough with recorders and whatnot. Let's keep going through charade as well. Because we went through the intro, went through the verses, but we got some pre-chorus stuff we got to talk about as well to get people into it. Because take a look at the pre-chorus. This was, again, it seemed like every part of the song, I'm like, this is not what I was expecting. Because the pre-chorus, it's, you get this rather more long, drawn out, kind of more melodic style to it. And the guitars that they kept this lower tone than they had in the verses but they go more melodic and the drums focus on this heavier, more snare and crash cymbal kind of style to really bring that out. And I, I like the way they you close out the transfer, that more melodic feel, because it's like, okay, we're going to go into the chorus as well. And I love the way that this transfer is out, bringing forward that realization. But again, it's going to end depend upon how the chorus is going to really pull this out because it's really mm. connected to it. Now going to the vocals, because of course I'm not going to not put in the vocals in there. So I kept, I thought she kept your vocals again, more melodic to match the overall flow of the song and works the lower tone in the beginning, but cleans up the higher pitch to transition us into the chorus. And it's, it is fitting. But the thing I love here is the whisper scream in the first pre-chorus. Cause I don't know why it oddly fits so well to bring out more emotion in the song. And I honestly wish you guys would also done the second pre-chorus as well, because it just added this thing in the first pre-chorus that made me think, whoa, yeah. I haven't heard that whisper good, scream in a stuff. long time. Wow, am I glad they put that in there. The thing is, we want you to uh, click on the replay. That's why we just have it in one verse. So. Ooh, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Anyways. That was something that really kind of like stuck, stuck out to me. I'm like, oh, this is definitely different. But then when I heard that whisper scream, I mean... Because I've heard, I mean, I'm going back to like some other, some other, ah, certain metalcore bands and other metal bands that kind of brought in those like whisper screams as well. And it's like whenever they bring them in, it's I love hearing them, but I was not expecting to hear it, especially after more of that rapid kind of verse with the more like the mm. honestly rap clean style vocals. And then you get this more melodic drawn out style and then just hearing that put in there. It was this major piece that threw you off. But when it comes to the overall theme of the song, it works out so well because it's kind of like you're trying to, again, be the charade and put this other self out in front of you to other people to be accepted. And then that inner self inside of you is wanting to come out and wanting to be the one. But because exactly. it's constantly being kept back, it's like a whisper kind of scream. So it's like, get me out of here. Exactly. Like you're screaming from like, it's the internal scream that only you can hear, but you're kind of like pushing it away because <laughs> we're having that happy mask on right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, because that was like one of the, one of the one of our like uh, prime um, uh, I should say like influences on on what we wanted the song to feel like, and you and this was this was your idea, honestly. Uh, like um, like you know the the feeling of of like just going crazy, and especially like you know um, 
uh, oh, I, the character name, the uh, Harley Quinn, yeah. like you know, from, from DC Comics, mm -hmm. like that, uh, that, that sort of character of just of just uh, quickly going from one thing to another, sort of like borderline thing, um, and so, and, and that definitely just went straight into that feeling. So that was just that was one of those things where where you know we we just we didn't quite know what to do, and then we tried that. Like this is exactly what we need because this is Harley Quinn, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. It does give that feel of all of a sudden where you kind of you can turn on a dime at any given point. Yeah. And you like you can't trust uh, like who, who you're listening to. Like you, you can't trust Santa. You know, you can't, obviously. Obviously uh, you can't. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, exactly what you're saying, like um, something just suddenly uh, changing and, and so maybe like so you're you're with someone who's just um, who's uh, who's just very nice and, and delightful and then suddenly just what the fuck are you doing you just you know <laughs> where this this crazy person you're talking to and you just you never know what you're gonna get that brings up a lot of memories there. <laughs> that brings up a lot of memories because there was one time I end up I actually had I was actually not the one in the receiving that I actually was the one that had to do that because it was a ex-girlfriend that my brother had and she just kept hanging around and it's like he didn't say anything about it. So it was actually Christmas morning when I did this and I was over at my parents' house. They were at church. I was making breakfast for everybody. My brother was asleep. She woke up. She's talking nice. And I'm just like kind of having a good conversation with her. And on a dime, I just was like, hey, hey why the fuck are you here? <laughs> wow. Like, I, like, it was like someone had to say it. I was the only yeah. one that knew anything that was going on. So I'm like, if there's anyone that's going to say anything, it's going to be this guy. So I had to do it. And it was just like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? Just that quick turn. So kind of what you're talking about that, like, now I'm starting to get, like, all these different thoughts in this in my mind, too. I'm like, my God, this song is more connection to me than I even thought it did before I talked to you guys. And I deep yes. dove in this song. I was listening, like, ten times trying to figure this out. And I missed that part. <laughs> wow. Because yeah, like we, we make onions, right? Layers. Yeah. Layers. We're like Shrek here. Yes. And ogres. <laughs> ogres have layers. Onions have layers. We get it. We both have layers. I've never seen that movie. What? Have you never seen Shrek? Yeah. Never seen Shrek. I never seen Shrek. I never seen Harry Potter. I never seen all of those movies you talk about all the time. We have a conversation. But I have seen James Bond. <laughs> all anyway. right. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Here's what you do. The next time, well, not, not during sweet and summer, but like when you get a day, you just kind of hang out, you get some nice liquor, some nice booze, and you watch Shrek. And you make this like have a watch, not just I Shrek 1, but also Shrek 2, <laughs> Shrek 3. And 3 maybe, and 4. <laughs> maybe 4. I mean, depends upon how he's feeling at that point, because you never know after 2 and 3. If you make a drinking game out of it, he, he might be gone after 2. Yeah, I might have gone after one. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but like, that, that's a funny thing, because I know you're not a, like a nerdy person like me or Saturn or whatever, but like Shrek is a movie that you, I very much think you would like. Even, I like, think so. Oh, I'm, I'm, I think so. I might. I might. Anyway, we, we, that, this is a different try. conversation. Yeah, different conversation. This. I'll say, but that's pretty much what happens during our conversations. We'll talk about a piece of the song, and all of a sudden it'll get taken to a completely different realm at the same time as well. Love it. That's why you got to love these podcasts. Also. It's like, okay, we're talking about this, and now we find out, you know, we're going to end up having this whole entire James Bond thing going on. I bought a recorder. I'm starting this whole entire thing because of you guys. And now we found out that Gustavo has ever seen Shrek. Yeah, what? since we did this impression of James Bond, can, can you all guys do impression of Shrek? <laughs> and you decide to do it best? I don't know who that guy is. So it's okay. be interesting for me. That's good. Donkey! <laughs> okay, winner. <laughs> all right, now I got it. Okay, now um, that's my turn. All right, let's uh, hold the <laughs> Come on now. 
Donkey! <laughs> yes. I choose Kevin. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh man. You have to watch the movie. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say if I win, watch the YouTube comments are just going to rip me to shreds for that. Like, oh, you can't impersonate Shrek and be like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not trying to like be. I'm not trying to like take the role in Shrek the musical or anything. Plus, I can't sing anyway, but I can do weird things like unless you want me to sing like that. <laughs> and we do. There you go. Yeah, I am the king of the yeah. swamp. You Kinda can't like take, play shit the flute though. I can't play the shitty flute though, so yes. we're good there. <laughs> All right, so enough with that again, because with the song, you know, we talked intro verse pre-chorus there's a chorus to this song that happens as well so when we got to the chorus again what i was thinking we were going to get from that pre-chorus we do get the payoff with the more melodic style instrumentals continuing but again it is also more drawn out with that melodic style and they were kind of pulled back in volume order to let santa dry forward with the vocal set however there was something that i really wasn't the biggest fan of on this and I have to be honest with this, and it comes from an instrumental yeah. side on it, and it was particularly the way that the mix was done on the drum because the crash cymbal kept hitting like it was like once every other beat, and it kind of had this little bit more of this louder feel to it that kind of drowned out Sana's vocals at the same time as well. But mm-hmm. like, And then going into Sana's vocals, I'm going to pull that in as well. The rather melodic out the higher-pitched vocals gets you to that realization moment with the theme of the song that you should be living life the way that you should be living it to yourself, not this charade style. And I love the tone because it's very fitting with that elegant quality to it. But again, it's just the way that the mix was done with the crash. It kind of drew it out a little bit. However, this isn't something that is like just particular to this song or you guys, where I've seen this on some other albums as well that have done really well. And where I kind of made the connection with that, where I'm like, this is still just as powerful, but if you like just the way the mix is, if you do this in a live setting, it could completely change the game as well. Was on the latest Evanescence album. I'm like, they're like, it was good with Evanescence, but it felt like for me, like the mix, especially with the vocals from Amy Lee, it was like, it just didn't have this full power. Like, but if you see it live, completely could change the game to make it be their mm-hmm. whole entire best album ever with the bitter truth. And I was like, looking through this and thinking through this, I'm like, it's kind of the same way here, especially with the way that that message is delivered with your vocals. So, it kind of was just like, I always have to want to be honest with it where I'm like, there, there, there's still a lot of substance there, but if there's one thing that was kind of like making me notice like, okay, this could have been done maybe a little bit better in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. Anyone else can have a different opinion. It was just the mix and that crash symbol was a little bit too loud that kind of pulled back the vocal volume a little bit. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that, that's when, when it comes to those kinds of mixed decisions, there, there are always uh, things where, you know, you sort of, where you have to make decisions where something, you know, where you have to choose basically. And, and that's, um, and, uh, and that, that kind of thing is everywhere. There are so many things like there was, there was, there was one thing in, in um, uh, one of my favorite songs in the, in the latest Gajira album, Fortitude, which like, I love that album and I love them. And that was just one thing in one, one song where it's just like, where, where that was like a chord progression thing where they didn't go, a certain uh, way that I'd imagine, and that just—I love that song. Just that thing just always annoys me. So like that—that that thing is everywhere, and I totally get that. That's mm-hmm. that's you know, you you can never appease everyone. That's that's always that's something you're just gonna have to um, come to terms with as a as a, as an artist, honestly. 
not just an artist, but just as a person in general. Again, yeah. like I can throw it back to the whole entire thing as well, because and the theme of this, holy shit, this comes even more full circle than I realized. My God. Because when again talking about living life for yourself and not living life to, you know, this is that you're liked by others and you think you're cool by others, you're not gonna make a decision that's gonna appease everybody's vision. You have to make the decision that's best for yourself. When you're talking about that a new Gojira album, it's like this isn't an isolated instance. This happens to bands all the time. So it, it's a it's a choice you have to make because what happens if I mean I didn't I don't know what would happen if you would change the mix on that it might just not have that same power behind it that it does right now anything could change so of course we're listening I always want to be honest with the way I'm saying it but I yeah. always like to hear your take on it as well it's like okay even if I'm a little critical of something what was the idea behind it and you're saying the same thing where you know the mix could have been even different but you never know where it could have gone off of because at times you have to make those decisions but with the majority of the song especially with the way that that intro that intro comes in then the verse then the pre-chorus because it threw me off completely the way it went but after listening like everything just fit when it doesn't seem like it should fit it fit so that's really where you know you also get that style in the mix where it doesn't seem like it should work but holy crap does it work yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. Like, ee. <laughs> <laughs> like, <sense>. yeah. Ee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and of course, that's her happy noises. Yeah. Happy noises. Yes. And, I mean, I was, I was also hoping for donkey as a happy track, <laughs> and just to make Gustavo feel a little bit less, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit less than on the joke, but. Of course, when it comes to Charade, everybody, you know, I always like when I go through a song like this, I like to give this overall kind of consensus feel at the end of it. So I wrote, as I wrote it, overall, when it comes to Aldrich Vanda, this one did take me back a bit. And because I do like their styles and their songs like Life and Magnetize, especially because they have a little bit faster feel to it. This one had a different feel, especially to start out faster and then work with more of this melodic backing to realize that the charade that you're living your life by is just that you're not living it for yourself. The driving force of the vocals from Santa is really what stands out here for me as the fashion melodies and the verses allow that style to really be brought with more power, especially with the way the faster vocal set works. But then when you transition more in the melodic tone, you can see how Santa can really compare to the likes of Amy Lee and Sharon Denadel within Temptation with more of a fun tone overall. Of course, I do have to bring it back where that crashable mix I thought was a little bit much. But then again, the br- you get to the bridge and the outro, you do also get this more dynamic feel from the band that also adds on top of it. And you can wonder yourself right now, why haven't you found out about Aljavanda yet? Really? Why, why, why haven't you? Because like we said earlier, the first thing on the podcast, they had monthly listener count just over 100 on Spotify. Now they're almost at 4,000 by the time we're recording this. By the time we record this again next time, it'll probably be hopefully six digits, hopefully at least 100,000. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. So you want to know when you should get an Aljavanda? You should have gotten one on, on them before you listen to this podcast. But you know when the second best time to get into them is? Right now. Now. Exactly. <laughs> I had to completely ad-lib that last because I'm like, I knew I wanted to drive with this, but how do I get this point across? I'm like, now that's what I want to do. When's the best time to get into them? Yesterday. When's the second best time to get into them? Now. Exactly. And the third best? Tomorrow. Now. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, we'll go with that. Third best is... How about this? Third best is right after this podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's acceptable. All right, fine. <laughs> oh, definitely. De- they'll say definitely acceptable because then you get to, you know, you get to close this podcast out with us, with Aldermanda, and then you get to maybe hear one other crazy time or crazy story that happens. Hell, I might buy something else on Amazon that they cut, that we come up with in the last, like, five, ten minutes of this podcast. You never know what might happen. I mean, hell, I bought a recorder because 
we came up with an idea. They just came up with an idea, and I'm like, holy shit, let's roll with this. Next thing you know, probably, again, like the second or third song I do on the crappy flute thing, it might be, <laughs> but it might be live. You never know what I might come up with, but I will definitely be doing an Algervana song. So if that time is up by the time this podcast comes up, again, MSOTD Rocks, you're going to find it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You're going to find the video of me doing some crappy <laughs> cover of this on a recorder. But it's all because, well... Then you're going to want to listen to the original and be like, how bad did Kevin actually screw this up? <laughs> no. Kevin's crappy flute. <laughs> I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to have to get that thing, I'm going to have to get that thing like, like that etched in my, in the flute, Kevin's crappy flute. Kevin's <laughs> crappy <Yes>. flute. <laughs> I might start with down with the sickness so I can do the, do what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh my God, so yes, please. The, the the problem might be is the first time I the first one I do all of a sudden I'll try it and then all of a sudden they'll get like the more of the intro with down with the sickness and I'm probably not people to make it to the second one because I'm gonna be laughing so hard after I get the first one I'm gonna be like yeah yeah no this is done but then that deathcore band is gonna be wondering why did it take me so long to buy a recorder after I mentioned it to them they'll be like well I need to talk to Algervanda again they need to give me the idea they need to give me the inspiration behind this. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's what we're here for. We give people ideas. That's, yeah. That's all we do. That's well, totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll say no that, but we, we shared ideas. I got the recorder. You got James Bond. Yeah. 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 Do, 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 do. <laughs> Tit for tat or whatever. Yeah. And we'll all come in a culmination when the James Bond video is actually run and somebody shoots me in the face in that video. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be that someone who shoots you in the face? I thought we were going to be James Bond. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be a sponsor. But yeah, maybe <laughs> Guess I, I have to be a sponsor. Why can't James Bond shoot? But then, but is it gonna be? But then you want me to be a bad guy or a good guy or just some random oh, guy? Oh, that's right. Oh, it should be a bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. 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 yeah it have to be the bad guy that shoots me. So it have to be either be uh, David or Sana, one of the two. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. Hey. I don't know. We decide when you come over. <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out because I know, of course, now, hopefully by, you know, the beginning of the year, 2022, when that comes around, all the restrictions are lifted. Any kind of travel restrictions are lifted because I've got my money saved in the bank. I am making my return to Europe sometime in 2022. So, and it ain't going to be a short trip either. Because last time I was there for just a week, that that can't happen. Uh, oh no! Because no. I had no, you, very, you very need, like at least eight off. days, at least. My plan is go. My plan is for uh, maybe two, two and a half weeks. Oh uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that that's better for sure. <laughs> it's it's better, but all of a sudden it's gonna be one day. I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen today? Oh, I'm going to see this band. I'm going to hang out with these people. I'm going to see this band. I'm getting shot in the face by Algervanda. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's happening. I'm gonna go drink here now. Wait, did you you said got shot in the face? Yeah. Just please don't use a real gun because I don't want to have it go all Fight Club and have me have a giant hole in the side of my cheek. That might be bad. <laughs> okay, we're going to write I that mean, down. Don't worry. We, we don't have the Second Amendment here in Sweden, so we're good. We're good. Okay. So don't have to worry about that here. Unless you guys come over here and shoot the video, then we got a whole other problem on our hand. <laughs> that Let's would be a problem. That. <laughs> that, that'd be a little bit of a problem. All right. So go. So now I've got to add I got to add Sweden to my list now to go, for places to visit. Make sure yeah. this happens. Yeah, come by Stockholm. You're yeah. you're very welcome. You have to, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's very beautiful here. One day a year. Yeah, make sure you come that day. Yeah. 
But even if I don't come in that beautiful day of the year, I mean, I'm I'm so used to just days where all of a sudden it's like, you know, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. It's raining. It's cold. And I have to be outside for multiple hours in a day. It's just miserable. I'm used to that. I'm used to shoveling snow. I'm used to all of that stuff. Oh, you will feel right at home here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, hell, when I was in when I was in college, when it would be snowing outside, or when it was cold, like you know, think and even in Fahrenheit, negative twenty degrees, everyone's getting on the bus to class or walking through the tunnel system. And then there's me, outside, <laughs> on a bike, in this, huh? in winter, Aww. because and my sole purpose was it is faster. That was the only reason I did it, because it was faster. And it was. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. I looked I looked hysterical, because it's like, okay, here I am biking. I got, like, two pairs of pants on. I got boots on. I got, this. I got like, a puffy jacket on and a sweatshirt underneath it. Got these big, bulky gloves at my hands. Hat on. This, like, neck scarf that goes up to here, so all you can see is my eyes. But if you've ever biked when it's cold outside, and then the air hits your eyes, it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. <laughs> It's bad. Yeah. Yes. So I had to find a way to fix that. Ski goggles. Big ones. Just. Oh, oh, you could. It was. If you if you knew who I was, you knew that was me coming down the road. (laughs) But otherwise, if you had like any doubt, you would not know it was me because you could not see any visible part of my body. Like I was just flying. (laughs) Did you get the cool nickname or something like that? Like Google Kevin? I mean, I probably got some stupid nickname from some people like, hey, look at that idiot. But I, no one ever mm-hmm. came up with a cool nickname to my face because of that. There was actually mm-hmm. one time I did walk in a class, though. And I like I, I walked until I was running late. And when I walked in, I still had not taken off the gloves, the hat, the scarf, the goggles. <laughs> I, I think people thought I was going to end up doing something like why is this guy walking in class? And what is he about? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. <laughs> so honestly going over to sweden at any time during the year would not phase me it would be nice to be have it be a nicer like t- temperature outside nicer weather because then nicer time to shoot the video and then afterwards i get to do the thing that i most look forward to on these from these podcasts as the promise that i always make i get to do i get to fulfill that promise which is i'm pretty sure this is the second time i'm making this promise so it's going to end up being now the first two Rounds on me. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Love to live up to now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna we're kill here. my wallet, and I don't care. You're so welcome, man. We're happy yeah, we're, to. <laughs> we're gonna kill you from stage. So I mean, yeah, yeah we're gonna we got you in the face. So. <laughs> you're gonna murder me on stage. You're gonna murder my wallet. You guys are just gonna just. We're gonna get drunk with Kevin. We're gonna shoot Kevin. <laughs> we're gonna shoot him, and then we're gonna get drunk with him. Yeah. <laughs> And then everyone's going to wonder, yeah, Ken, what did you do when you went over to Europe? I got shot by a band, and then I drank with them. <laughs> and I paid for nice it. Guys. Come on, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh, oh, God. oh God, yeah, that's going to be a whole – that might make – then after that trip, I might make a whole entire YouTube video. It's like, okay, what did you do on this trip, Kevin? Well, I did this. Here's the vi- here's a little video of me getting shot in the face. Here's us drinking afterwards. Why? Because it's good, it's funny, and I like hanging out with these people. What happened the next day? Man, we did it again. We just felt like drinking again. We just went after it. Can I chill with you again? All of a sudden, all right, here's my financial statement after the trip. Boom, all of a sudden, Kevin, you lost a lot of money, but it was worth it. We did have fun. Yes. Yeah, because I'll put it I'll put it this way. Give it like if like after that trip, give it another five, six years. 
I'm not going to remember the money I spent. I remember the time that I had. Yeah, the money. And the hole in your head. And the hole in my head. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the thing that we remember. So as we bring this podcast to inclusion, my friends from Algerana, I want to thank you once again. And this is the time where anything you want to say, plug wherever you want to plug. Now is the time to do it. So the floor is yours. Now we have to say something smart. Uh, yeah. Something smart. Uh, okay. Something smart now. Don't forget to listen to Kevin's crappy flute. Yeah! Coming out soon. <laughs> and don't forget to listen to Alderwanda as well. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, on, we're on all the platforms. We're on Spotify. We, uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just uh, search for Alderwanda. We're usually uh, Alderwanda official or Alderwanda band on Twitter. And TikTok. Um, and TikTok recently, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, take a listen and enjoy. Hope yeah. you like it. And stay tuned for more. And we'll see you live, hopefully soon in the future. Hopefully soon in the future is the correct response. That, and everyone listen to the podcast, and you guys know this, when it comes to finding Algervanda online, you guys just heard where to find them. I'm going to make it as easy as possible for you. Take a look at the description of the podcast, YouTube Spotify Podcast, iHeartRadio. You can see Find Algervanda online. All the links are going to be there for you. So when it comes to streaming their music, following along with them, and just enjoying whatever they put out, keeping tabs on them. And when they announce live shows where you can see them, you're going to want to follow all those and make it as easy as possible. Along with everything from MSOT Rocks and the Corporate Progression Podcast, going to be down there as well. And Kevin's Crappy Flute because, well, it's just going to be on our Instagram page to start out maybe and then we're going to roll it out Facebook. Or, no, fuck, we're going to put it on all those places because it's just funny as hell. <laughs> yes. So you're going to be able to check that out as well. And I always come up with the second last thing is usually the first round on me thing, but I already did that. So you guys know when I get the chance to come and see you guys live for the first time, take part in that video. Or even if you guys aren't playing live, then take not playing, you know, doing that video thing. I'm still going to come over and first two rounds are on me. That's the way it's going to be. Looking forward to that. Yes. (laughs) So am I. So thank you once again for being on the podcast. And it looks like, honestly, it might be see you next year because we'll either do this or I'll be over by you guys. And we'll actually get to take part in this whole entire drinking barrage we have planned. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on that note, my friends from Algeronda, I cannot say goodbye. I have to say, see you later. See, see you, you later. later. Whoa, whoa, folks. That was my interview with Santa, Rebecca, David, and Gustavo from the band Aldrovanda, my friends over there in Sweden. God, these people are great. And... Yes, by the time this podcast comes out, the Kevin's Crappy Flute series will be a full go. I cannot wait for you guys to find out how it came to be on this podcast like you just did. And then go and check out and see how this thing is going to grow. Because every single Thursday, a brand new Kevin's Crappy Flute video will be coming out. And I cannot wait for more Aldrovanda music. I can't see what they come up with. And man, I hope that James Bond thing really works out. Because man... Their sound could easily fit for that movie. Any movie they come up with James Bond, but we make that music video. This is what I'm looking forward to most. I cannot wait to meet these people in person. I cannot wait to hang out with them in their home country of Sweden. And I cannot wait for them to potentially blow all my money by having me buy them drinks. But again, a couple of years down the road after that time, I'm not going to remember the money I spent. I remember the great time I had, and that is what's going to be important in that one. So 
Please, please, please remember to follow along with Aldravanda, stream their music. All the links for Aldravanda are in the description of the podcast below, along with everything with the MSOD Rocks and the Corporate Progression Podcast. Again, the Kevin's crappy flute videos are going to be on all the MSOD Rock stuff. Corporation Podcast, you can find that on those platforms as well in terms of where to, uh, what's coming out all the promo videos and stuff like that. But of course, if you're subscribed to the podcast, Spotify podcast, I heard you or subscribe to the MSCD rocks YouTube uh, channel with the corporate Russian podcast. And I want to say thank you. If you're not, please do for enjoying more of these episodes. And on that note, that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the chord progression podcast. But you rock for rock and all thrive. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single episode with a big, healthy and hearty. See ya. Yeah.